Welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show with your hosts, Jesse McCullough and Nick Dorch. We will talk quality of healthcare and explore what that actually means. Let's dig into performance measurements, the equip platform, and maybe de-stress and divert from the pharmacy conversation with occasional talk about nerdy passions and hobbies. Without further ado, here's Jesse and Nick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse McCullough, and again, I have Nick Dorch with me. Nick, how are you doing today, sir? Another great day to talk about quality, Jess. Hey, you know, you and I get together, and we're talking about quality, which uh, is the, uh, is the uh, straw that stirs the drink here at Pharmacy Quality Solutions. Uh, but I think what most people probably know Pharmacy Quality Solutions for is the equip dashboard. Uh, I, would, I would say that in my travels, if, uh, especially when I visit stores, whenever I say I'm here from Pharmacy Quality Solutions, I sometimes have to add equip and that's when the light bulb goes off. So equip is a main part of, what, of, of, of our work here. This is a main way that we are able to communicate information uh, to, 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 to pharmacies and, and, and other organizations. I wanted to get together with you today just to talk a little bit about how do we optimize our use of equip yeah you know I, I think back to an experience i had with a pharmacy earlier this year at one of the independent pharmacy trade shows and when i was talking with this pharmacist he was telling me you know yeah i spend more than 10 hours a month going into my equip dashboard um i think he wanted to get an award for spending that much time in there but really we needed to have a very frank conversation about how that is entirely too much time looking at a dashboard and looking at performance scores when in reality, most people should be going in, seeing what they need to check with the performance scores, what measures they need to focus on, and then where they should actually be spending most of that 10 hours is going and having the interactions with the patient care. Um, Data is data and data has good purpose. It can tell a good story but it's how the data gets used by the pharmacist and by the pharmacy team that really make a difference. And and hopefully today we can give some good tips and hints so that folks are spending less of that time looking at their computer screen and more of their time actually having a conversation with the patient. So our goal is to get people down from 10 hours a month on Equip uh, to a very manageable amount uh, so that we don't get caught up in analysis paralysis by looking at all the information that's in there. If I had a nickel for every time that we talked about analysis paralysis in, inside the doors at PQS, uh, I don't know if I'd have to be working anymore. <laughs> so, well, let's start with this. Um, I recognize that a lot of our listeners probably have accessed the Equip dashboard before, but perhaps there's some out there that have not. Um, so uh, why don't we start off here, Nick? Do you mind just giving a, a, a brief overview of what Equip uh, displays what's what what's the data that we uh, that we show in equip yeah uh, so the the data uh, data dashboard in equip and and I do mean it as that it is a data dashboard it is for all intents and purposes a report card and uh, before I get into the display I think it's important for us to describe what that data is based on uh, we talked a little bit about this in episode one, it being PQS and Equip being a central source for standardization, neutrality, and transparency Transparency with quality measure reporting. So the way that Equip currently functions here in the uh, for, fourth quarter or later part of 2019 is that we are getting uh, claims and patient eligibility information 
to from a from a health plan or managed care organization to effectively measure these uh, these various uh, quality uh, measures that are that are used uh, in the marketplace. So when you go into or when a pharmacy goes into their quick dashboard, what they're getting is is a report card based on all of those health plan groups that are providing and that are partnering with Equip for this performance information. What they're going to see is they're going to see a patient count. So the number of patients that they have that are, and that's the number of patients that are eligible for the measure. They're going to get a performance score and that's going to be the number of patients that meet the, the intent of the measure. So Jesse, I think this is a question you get all the time from, from pharmacists is trying to understand those patient counts and performance scores and what those uh, kind of look like. So what, what do you see as perception from pharmacists about what those mean and, and how do you go about describing that? Well, I tell you what, uh, this, this would be my nickel question if I had a nickel for every time I've uh, had this conversation with pharmacies. Uh, but oftentimes when they look at that score and we'll, just for the sake of argument, say it's the cholesterol PDC measure and they're showing a score of 88%. You know, I, I have seen all sorts of interpretations of this. They think that they have uh, uh, all of their patients take their medicine 88% of the time. Uh, but what uh, the real teaching point there is because when we look at that definition that you shared with us, it's the percentage of the population that meets the intent of the measure. So what that means when you see a score on your adherence uh, measure of 88%, that means that 88% of those patients are at least 80% adherent or better. And uh, if, uh, yeah, that's, that, that, that is a very common question. Uh, and if anybody out there has that question, uh, you are not alone. Uh, I, and so I hope that uh, uh, it's amazing that as you, as you sort of explain that, that element, you can see people sort of deflate a little bit. You can see, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that you, you can just see the anxiety come down a little bit because they're looking at that, oh my goodness, I thought I'd have every one of my patients 100%. And that's not what it is. We need to have, you need to have your patients at least 80%. And then that's the percentage of your population that has at least 80% or better. Yeah, and we're going to have some episodes in the future that specifically address the intent for specific measures like adherence versus high-risk medications versus uh, asthma-related measures. Um, but the point that I would, would I br that I would bring up here is you, you kind of put it in good context there, Jesse. That when people understand what that measure is and what they need to move, it makes it makes things a lot more realistic. Um, the patient doesn't need to be, for example, with the adherence measures, the patient doesn't need to be a hundred percent. Um, to be considered adherent. And when we go through that uh, description, if a pharmacy has a score of 88%, and let's say they have 25 patients for that measure, um, well, 88% of 25 patients, that's 22 patients. So what does that mean when we do that quick math? That's a total of three patients they have that are non-adherent. Um, if they get just one of those patients um, with the interventions that get them back to being adherent, that score goes from 88% up to 92%, right? So when we talk about percentages, and I, I kind of use that patient count as an example, because I think that's um, you know fairly common. You know, we, I know I see plenty of pharmacies that have a, a dashboard count like that uh, in, in my work uh, day to day. So that's something where, yeah, you don't need to change. Um, you know, we don't we need we don't need to push the moon up a hill. We really just need to be dealing with one patient. Um, let's make sure that we're addressing a patient a month for for this measure, for that measure. Um, we're not going to always be successful with the interventions, but if we're specifically addressing these items and, 
uh, if we're going through and documenting what what helps us get to that success, that helps us be smarter with how we use the dashboard, that helps us be smarter with how we're intervening with the patients, and then that's a good way to see how those efforts are lead, leading to performance improvement. Yeah, I think those are a couple of real key things there, and uh, I, I just wanna make sure I call this out to the audience listening. Um, when you work at PQS, you come up with real quick uh, examples, like 88% has to be 25 patients, uh, to, and uh, you know, to be able to show what those impacts can be. Those are, those are the types of numbers that we work with every day, uh, and uh, I, I think it really becomes helpful because you're able then to give people uh, a little bit of optimism and, 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 and a little bit of hope. And I think the comment that you made there, uh, Nick, about you know understanding the interventions that you're doing and what's working, um, I'm wanting to say that this is a quote that would be attributed to Andy Stanley, but it may not be. Uh, so uh, if, if it's not, uh, listeners, you can correct me on this. Uh, but the, the, the quote goes something to the effect of, if you don't understand why things are working when they're going well, how will you be able to fix them when they're not, right? So when you, when you can figure out those things that help you work well, those become things that really help you drive these measures. And if you can get one or two more patients, you can sometimes see some really massive jumps in what your score looks like there. So um, Nick, uh, to, 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 to uh, transition from there a little bit, um, we want to keep our, our, our pharmacy teams on task. We want them to be able to get into Equip. We want them to be able to get out of Equip, and we want them to be able to, to take that, uh, that time with the interface with the dashboard and turn that into something meaningful in the store. So for you, when you get into Equip, what are some of the things that you look at right away? Yeah, so most people, when they go into Equip, the first thing that they go and check is the patient outliers, the patients that are counting against their performance score. Um, I think it's a somewhat logical approach that people say that, hey, we want to go about performing, improving our performance scores. Let's go and address the patients first, and let's go take a look at that. But I, I think that actually skips a, uh, an important step. And uh, I would actually recommend at this point um, for a lot of our listeners, for a lot of the pharmacists, it's good to check out the resource resources section that we have in Equip. Um, or similarly, people can actually go to YouTube, and we do have a Pharmacy Quality Solutions YouTube page. Whether you're in the resources page in Equip or whether you're on YouTube looking at our channel, we've got a number of videos that are just about three or four minutes in length. Um, Jesse, I know you're featured in a number of them and do an excellent job uh, with those. But we've got some great videos that go through how to effectively use Equip. And while the patient outliers are important, um, it's really looking at the performance scores, how you're trending on those items where that becomes very important. Um, even more so, um, I think it's important underneath each performance score, there's a magnifying glass and equip um, beneath each performance score for a button that says analyze performance. That's where I always recommend pharmacists to go and look at that first because that gives them a breakdown on how they're performing for different health plans and they can see if they're meeting a goal or how they're performing versus a percentile. Um, that can really matter for them because then they can objectively understand which specific health plans they're doing well on or not so well on. And then with that understanding, that's when I would recommend going and targeting the patient outliers that need to have the intervention. So um, to me, this is one of those opportunities where um, it's a little bit about working smarter, not harder. Um, with the performance information and having a little bit of, of direction with, with that approach. 
so let's say that I am, I'm just new to this. I've, I, I've tried to be hands off for as long as I can, but uh, that I, I can't escape it now. And I go in uh, to equip and I'm looking at my scores. Um, where do you think some of the best places to start? Do you, do you, would you start by the measure? Would you start by the plan? Do you have any insights that, that you would want to share with, with our listeners on how you would approach that? Yes. So context is important. And uh, the idea with Equip being that central source for information between the pharmacy and then the managed care group around performance information, we have the performance scores where that report card, but it's important for pharmacies to understand how these performance scores are impacting them for different programs. So if you're a pharmacy that contracts directly with payers, make sure you go and check your contracts and see how those performance scores are impacting you. Whereas if you're a pharmacy group that's part of a chain or if you're an independent that utilizes some other third party like a, a pharmacy service administrative organization or PSAO, make sure you have the resources information there so you know that which payers and what measures are gonna impact you the most. Start with those details know that part of it, have a little note card or index card by your computer screen or uh, something else like that. So you focus on those items. Um, every time you go in, check your analyzed performance, um, find out how you're doing with those payers, and then go about you know where you need to go about and addressing the outliers. Um, Jesse, I'd be remiss here at this point as well if I didn't talk about uh, how frequently we need to be accessing Equip, right? Um, because that part, and, and as you kind of asked the question, it can be difficult for people, especially as they're getting started off. And we get that question very frequently is that, oh, well, I go in and I check once a month, but I should probably do it more than that. Um, but the reality is if people are checking Equip once a month, they might actually be in pretty good shape, right? Yes, sir. You, you know, that's, that's one of those things uh, where when you have your processes in place and you're really, you're, you're sort of have smooth sailing on that, um, you don't have a whole lot of change. You know, you, you, you have that, uh, uh, you, 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 you have your stores performing well and, and it shows, and it, it's a reflection, right? The, uh, the information in Equip is a reflection of the uh, performance of the store. Um, I apologize here. I was just taking a note, something that you said. I want to make sure that we did not uh, did not uh, pass that by without emphasizing that again. But a lot of pharmacists, when they go into Equip, they immediately see wherever they're they're worse off, right? They they they, they see the red, and that's yes. where their attention goes. But the comment that you made there, Nick, was I, I think so, so key. And it's it, it may be counterintuitive to some of our listeners, right? So there's gonna be some people that get in there and they may see, oh my goodness, I have a very low score on see if I can make one up. Sub, suboptimal uh, asthma control. Yeah, asthma is a great one. Um, High-risk meds seems to be one, um, but that's really where that context that you talked about, um, knowing which contracts are have the most weight with, 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 with where you're at and where you should really be putting your attention to first, I think that is key. Um, so, um, you, you know, uh, it's, it may not necessarily feel good. You may want to, you, you may want to take that, uh, that sore red score and, and, and try to improve that, but, uh, you're probably better off really taking care of some of those, uh, some of those other, uh, 
uh, measures that have much more impact on your 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 day to day operations, uh, and oftentimes those those are the measures that you have the, the largest patient counts in as well, uh, at least from, from from the example that I've seen. So now that we know what we are supposed to be looking at, you may be able to log in once a month, right? But do you need to log in every day? Certainly not every day. Um, there's nothing in Equip that updates every day. Um, there is some information, and this is where having a good sense for the dashboard and just being familiar with the updates is important. There are some outliers that are updated as uh, that are updated every week uh, by some of the health plans, and those are done in more of a real time fashion where we are passing those through and having those provided. Some of those may be identifying in real time if the patient is late to refill, um, or or if um, or if they're, if they're an actionable opportunity to get them to meet a clinical goal. So that, that's about the most frequent extent of performance information. So if you're going in and checking once a week around when those updates occur, um, that's really good as far as the timing. Um, but for the most part, in, in our conversation, the conversation I have with pharmacists, if they're checking once a month and they're going and identifying where they need to have that performance improvement and then going about how they identify those patients, um, if they're doing that just once a month and they're being actionable with it, that's okay. Um, the, the other part of it in, is that they are being actionable with it. Um, just saying, oh, I went in and I checked Equip, not a good answer, right? Um, they need to be doing something with that information. Now, the outliers in Equip, there are some ways to do some documentation there. Um, we always like to make sure that people understand that the documentation for the outliers does not change the performance scores because the, these measures are based on prescription claims and patient eligibility, right? So the documentation doesn't change the performance scores, but where it can be helpful, um, as an example, it could be Thursday and pharmacist Nick could be contacting patient Joe Smith about why they're not taking their statin therapy. Um, and I could talk to the patient, I could find out, hey, maybe patient Joe is having some side effects. And after the conversation with Joe, I have an idea or recommendation that we need to talk to Joe's prescriber about reducing the dosing. So I may call the prescriber to put that request in. You can go through and do that kind of documentation and equip, um, or you could do it in your dispensing system, or you may have some other tool. But let's say that pharmacist Jesse comes in on Friday. Um, you know, if Jesse happens to be going into equip, he can go and see those notes or again, could check it during the dispensing system. So, uh, you know, my recommendation around those parts is if you have that functionality, um, you can use that, whether it's in equip or you have another way to do it, as long as you're having that kind of follow-up, that's the important part, because ultimately as you have those notes and you have those details, you may start to find, you know, where you're being most successful, what types of interventions are being most successful, um, what types of interventions are really working, and ultimately what are some of the barriers that are most frequently seen uh, for a patient to either be adherent or to be um, sticking with, uh, you know, clinical guidelines for therapy. You know, I'm supposed to be the host on this podcast, Nick, and I'm taking so many notes. Um, you know, I just want to—I want to make sure I say thank you here uh, as we go through. There's been a lot of good stuff on here, and I want to make sure that I go back and reemphasize a couple of things here, if I may. Um, the the one thing is is that with a lot of these measures, the only thing that will change your score are claims, are additional fills. So like, for example, um, on an adherence measure, the only thing that's gonna make that, in, that adherence measure change is if those patients are getting fills, 
if if they're not if, and if they're not getting fills, uh, then bad things could happen, right? They're going to they're going to show more and more non-adherent. But I, I you you made a comment here about making sure that you. Uh, you take action. It's one thing to know who your outliers are, but what are you doing about this? And this is something that uh, with the group that I work with, uh, th th this is one of those pieces that, that we try to promote with pharmacies is to, is to take action with it, or at least know what the next action is. And I don't know if you've ever heard the story um, of the, that, that there were three frogs on a log and one of them decided to jump. How many frogs were left on the log? And a lot of people will fall and say, well, two frogs are left on the log. And that's, that's not true. Just because one frog decides to jump doesn't mean that it does, right? So just because you go in and look at your outliers and equip or you document your outliers and equip, that doesn't necessarily mean that your score is going to change. We have got to get that action that drives the result, right? So um, one of the things that I encourage uh, pharmacies to do uh, especially around adherence outliers, is when they go in and they're looking at those outliers, uh, they're there for a reason, right? They're, they're, they're there because they're not getting their prescription filled regularly or on time. Um, and so what I encourage them to do is to take a look at that patient and then go into their dispensing system to figure out when's the next time I can fill that. Because depending on how adherent the patient is, that may not be right then whenever you're, whenever you're logged in you may be next able to fill that prescription in a week or, or 10 days or whatever it turns out to be. But you need to be able to, to, to sort of set those things up so that you can deliver the appropriate action at the appropriate time to drive the appropriate result. So, um, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to get that out there as well. Yeah, it's absolutely a key part there, Jesse. And um, I think for me, it's important to talk about this with some of the, the positivity that we see. Um, and we're going through, and the idea here is that we're addressing the questions that we frequently get. But the other side of it, the other truth is that um, we know internally at PQS, and we've presented this at external venues, that we do see, um, we do have data and information that goes to show that pharmacies that are looking in and utilizing their equipped dashboard once a month or with even more frequency than that, that they are typically outperforming other pharmacies that are not doing it with that cadence, right? So while we're providing and, and hopefully giving some reassurance to do so, the, the data very much does go to show that um, most of the pharmacists who are doing it are using it in the right ways and that, that, it, that it, it is having a positive result. So that to me is really the great news. Um, I think it's a uh, you know, we've got a lot of pharmacists out there that are listening to some good sage advice from, uh, you know, Master Yoda, uh, you, know, you know, do or do not, there is no try. Uh, and that's really what we're seeing. But it it's really holds true with that message that if you're going to go in and use it, make sure you're using it. Um, we understand that it's very difficult to get started with it. It is a lot of information. It can be overwhelming. Um, and this is where I would encourage folks. Again, I mentioned our resource section to check that out. Um, when people are on Equip, there's a support link in the top right-hand corner or a support widget on the, the bottom right-hand corner. We encourage people to send us questions and ask us questions about what's the best way to do it or what does that data mean. We want this to be meaningful. So anytime we, have, we can have an opportunity to inform and educate, um, be sure to reach out to us and let us know what we can do to help you. Yeah, that's that, that that's well said, Nick. Thank you. Um, I think we need to get to the point now, or we find ourselves at the point in the podcast now where we need to bring it in for a landing. So, Nick, I want to make sure I say thank you uh, for spending some time here uh, with us today. And I also want to say thank you to you, the listener. I appreciate you spending some time with us today. 
I want to encourage you to do a couple of things, uh, though, before, uh, before we're all done. Uh, the number one thing I want to encourage you to do is I want to encourage you to share this podcast with two friends. Because if you share this podcast with two friends and they share it with two friends, uh, what that does is it allows us to help get the word out about the information that we're able to share and hopefully uh, some of the ideas and strategies that can help you uh, improve your performance. Additionally, um, I also want to encourage you to send in the questions that you have for us. Um, we have an email inbox uh, set up for info at pharmacyquality.com. Again, that's info at pharmacyquality.com. Whatever questions that you may have about performance measures, send those in, and uh, we, will, we would love to be able to address those on a future episode. Um, we are also out there on social media. Nick uh, mentioned a couple of times that we have uh, some, some videos that are available on YouTube. Uh, we also would encourage you to follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, and we are also uh, active on Twitter. You can follow us uh, with the Twitter handle at Pharmacy Quality. So Nick and I come together here ever, every so often so we can share the perspectives and the insights that we have uh, on the uh, performance measurement space. And we want to help you. We want to help you be as effective as you can with the patients that you serve. So until next time, we wish you well.